Welcome to the Goalie Hacks podcast, the show dedicated to providing elite tips, hacks, and strategies to take your game to the next level, where we help you become an elite goaltender, one hack at a time. And now, here's your host, Mike Santaguida. Bang, bang, hacktivists and Goalie Hacks community members, your host, Mike Santaguida, here for another week on the show. And uh, nice to be tuning back into the program again this week. And hope you've all been rewinding, you know, back and taking notes during our, our week off, our weeks off. And as I mentioned a few episodes ago, uh, 77 episodes now, uh, you know, before this one with over 150 hours uh, of goalie development specific content with all sorts of guests uh, at the next level to help you catapult your careers forward and break through you know, uh, wherever you are right now in your journey. But, you know, as I mentioned before, we are now pivoting to a bi-weekly release schedule. So if you're if you're new, you know, obviously welcome. And if you're just joining the program as of the last six to eight months, you know, there's there's still just an enormous amount of content, you know, to go back and listen to for everyone. So definitely take advantage of it all uh, and rewind back all the way to the beginning of our journey on the show if you haven't yet. But I am uh, very excited to welcome a leader in the global goalie community, longtime next level playing and coaching standout. And that gentleman is Brian Decord. And Brian and I on the show today, he dive into his playing, uh, his playing days briefly and, and the lessons he learned overcoming his own playing challenges in his career. We dive deep into his long tenure coaching and being part of some world-class organizations at the next level for years now. We detail what exactly kids should be focusing on during the way up the hockey ranks in their careers and the secrets, you know, Brian has been able to uncover during his time coaching at the next level uh, and seeing his kid also make it to the next level that typically helps goalies, you know, find success much quicker. And finally, uh, we discuss Brian's new app, SIG Game Day, that's putting NHL quality goaltending stats in the palm of minor hockey league goalies, coaches, and parents' hands, you know, to help everyone uh, analyze their performance much better when they play and sort of give you an inside look on uh, in the tools, really, you know, um, what the NHL goalies are using. Basically, if you don't play in the NHL, uh, you don't get access to these kind of tools. Brian has developed it, and I'm excited to show you guys that today. Uh, as well as Brian's long-anticipated book, uh, How to Be a Goalie Parent, and where he dives into plenty of his own stories with his kids growing up and, and getting to the next level, uh, as well as the stories from other parents whose kids are now in the NHL, uh, you know, Jake Ottinger, Spencer Knight, um, their parents and, and how exactly they were able to get their kids there as well and how their kids got there. And uh, I, I thought it was an amazing idea for the book, whether you're a goalie coach, uh, parent, uh, a goalie yourself, um, just just hearing all the different stories of, of the challenges that people had to overcome to, to get to the level they're at now. And these are all goalies, you know, that are the next generation of goaltenders, right? It's not like some old school Hall of Fame guys. It's it's guys that are have just made it in and, and you know, overcoming the challenges that a lot of you guys out there are facing today. So um, I, I absolutely love this conversation with, with Brian today. Uh, he's a, a world-class in the business who, who's been around and seen it all for, for a long time. Uh, he's just very candid in, in his approach and, and, you know, what he says. And we had a great time, too, chatting. So uh, it was a privilege to spend some time with him. And I know you guys are going to love this one today. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. I know you're going to love the chat Brian and I had today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Goalie Hacks podcast. And today on the show, I have another awesome guest lined up. And it's former college and, and professional hockey veteran turned veteran goaltending coach 
at the next level. And that gentleman is Brian Decord. And Brian spent his early years growing up and playing in Montreal, Quebec, up here in Canada. And eventually in 1983, went on to play three years at Merrimack College. And after his college stint, Brian spent seven years cumulatively uh, playing in the top Swiss Pro League, uh, the NL. And after retiring, Brian went on to coach at the D1 college hockey level. Spent seven years coaching in the top German Pro League, the DEL, uh, with Adler Mannheim and has been a goalie coach at the NHL level with the Boston Bruins, a goaltending scout for the Toronto Maple Leafs, the director of goaltending operations last year with the Arizona Coyotes, and as of recently was named the goalie coach at Boston University. And he's had tremendous success at the next level for a long time now. And I'm very excited to welcome him to the show to chat some goaltending development with him today. Uh, coach DeCore, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, thanks so much for having me. You used veteran a couple times there. I'm like, yes, I've been around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you give the you give the respect people deserve. You, you've been around the game for uh, a long time, and and obviously, you know, uh, great to get on a call here. And as I mentioned, you know, we we chatted on the phone. Um, you know, when you reached out to me recently, uh, that when we first started the show, I actually reached out to to Brian to to be a guest, but the Toronto Maple Leafs at the time had a very strict media policy and we were very young in our journey at the time and and you know we've come a long way for sure since then and uh so have you brian for sure i know we got a lot to go over today uh quick shout out to to buddy pat feely one of my longtime best friends and, and former goalie partner from uvn for uh connecting brian and myself who's currently working as a director of brian stop at goaltending school based out of mass and a big shout out to him he's getting married in a couple months and couldn't be happier for him and his future wife, Katie, for getting hitched. Congrats, Feely. Wish you guys nothing but happiness in your next chapter. But Brian, uh, you know, really excited to jump into everything today after chatting on the phone briefly, you know, prior to our recording today. Uh, I, as I mentioned, I know you got some exciting stuff going on lately, and we're going to dive into everything today for everyone. But, um, you know, maybe you can just dive briefly into, you know, how things have been in terms of development with your goaltenders and some of the challenges you've had to overcome so far this past year due to COVID. Well, you know, this past year, I was mostly uh, working for the Arizona Coyotes, director of uh, goaltending operations, but I had another role as well, and that was within management. What was really fascinating about it, I, I, I found my main job there was actually hiring people. We had so many departments to fill, and we had so many people we had to hire. So yeah. I was kind of in charge of that. And one of the things that was unbelievable was like, like, I don't think a day went by from the time I started with Arizona, I didn't get a resume in the mail. Wow. Okay? It yeah. was it was nonstop. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, this is just like the goalie thing. There's just so much supply out there. And so, you know, and the demand yeah. is so small because it's so few jobs, right? Yeah, for sure. And then I looked at it and I started going, okay, how do I get down to the right people? Like, how do I do this? Yeah. And it ended up that I took my scouting approach. And that is like, you know, a lot of kids think when you go out as a scout, a lot of people think you, you go scouting, you're trying to find players, right? Mm. It's the exact opposite. As a goalie mm. guy, I'm trying to eliminate goalies. Like wow. I'm not trying to find them. I'm trying to eliminate them. So mm -hmm. what I'm doing is I've got a season and maybe I've got what, 30, 32 weekends? Yeah. And I've got to go see the world. As a goalie guy, I got to see the world. And, and if I think a goalie's good and I think I want to draft him, then I want to go see him several times, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got so limited, so much time that you're, you're so limited to what you can do. So you're trying to find reasons 
to take guys off your list. Yeah, for sure. And whether it's their, their, their skating or their net coverage or, or any of the, the things that we're going to talk about in a bit, the pillars, right? It's like, yeah. so it was the same thing as me trying to find who were the right people to hire. Like if you mm. couldn't, if you couldn't label your resume correctly, guess what? <laughs> you can cross off the list. <laughs> no, because there's so many guys to look at. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You read it too yeah. easy. You you want to bring up how much you're going to get paid in our first conversation? Okay, you're off the list. <laughs> you know, like, like, so that's just the way. And the the goalie yeah. world's the same thing, right? And that's why goalies they got to be on top of everything. Mm. They've mm-hmm. got to take care of all the. They got to take care of their body. They got to take care of their sleep. They got to take care of their n- nutrition. They got to take care of how they present themselves on social media. Right. They've got to take care of all that stuff, because I'm just going to games looking to say, "Hey, you can't get behind the net to stop a rim." All right, guess what? You're not going right. to make it at the NHL level. Right. It's a, it's a it's a it's not just even a game of inches, as you mentioned, and you know when you're playing, it's a game of inches in the recruiting process, like you said. There's so much supply out there and, and, you know, goaltending has gotten so deep and I'm sure you, you over my lifetime and I'm sure you can attest to it as well. It's just uh, crazy. And, and sort of those inches, like you said, those little things that maybe a lot of people aren't looking for is, you know, how you kind of eliminate them from your list. Right. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Mike, you, you may think I'm whacked, but like I drove six hours to St. John, New Brunswick to watch a major junior game. I called yeah. myself after warm up and I told I called my son, I called my wife after warm up and said, I'm going to be home early. <laughs> you didn't see what you wanted right off the hop, right? Yeah. And like 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 so you think about this as a goalie. Yeah. OK, warm ups, warm up. Who cares? Well, guess what? I care. I'm watching from the time you get on the ice to the time you get off the ice and warm up. Mm. And it doesn't mean you have to be Joe Hardo and right, like right. be all intense, but I can tell right off the bat how you move, how you skate. You go behind the net to shoot four pucks around the glass. Guess what? I can tell if you can rip a puck or not. Right. And I'm looking Absolutely. at all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at how you're interacting with your teammates, what what you're like. Yeah. Like, so so I don't know about you, but if I went to a movie and I missed the first three minutes, I cannot watch that movie. <laughs> Okay. And it's the same thing. If I go to a hockey game and I miss the warm up, no interest. Like, I yeah, can't you feel like you, you missed the beginning of the story, right? Absolutely. Because yeah. I get so much, Hey, that three shot warm up drill that we all do, right? You know, where everybody yeah, yeah. lines up, you got three Absolutely. lines, right? Oh my God. I'm 80% accurate just on that drill, that drill alone <laughs> on what are I'm going to think, what I'm going to think about the goalie at the end of the game. <laughs> why don't you give us a little, why don't you give us a little insight then when when you see certain guys like what do you see and what do you think in like the way they're acting on that first drill even yeah that three shot drill you get to see hand eye right? right and I'll 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 tell goalies this on behalf of all goalie scouts if you're that guy that goes into the butterfly on the first shot of the three shot drill and you stay there the entire time you're in net you drive us crazy. <laughs> like it's the worst thing ever, right? You want to go down for every shot, go down for every, you don't have to, yeah. but if you want to, that's fine. Yeah. Just don't go down and stay down because I'm watching you skate. I'm watching you track. I'm watching if you can catch right. a puck. I'm watching if you got stick on puck. I'm watching just, hey, are you a guy that's going to let three pucks hit you, dangle in front of the net two feet in front of you and mm. not whack them away and not yeah. clean your net while you're yeah. doing the drill? Like are you – are you that so there's so many little things I'm getting a feel for you. Yeah. Don't blow off warm up. Warm up, you gotta yeah. be ready to go. 
yeah, it, it's it's a testament, you know, very quickly to uh, your character and how detail oriented you are, which is at the next level is is literally everything, right? Ab- absolutely, and all the little things come out. And if you watch, <laughs> I'm I'm not going to bring up his name, but I went to a USHL game. Yeah, and this goalie literally got in in a fight, like a, a, a an argument with the other goalie of where they were stretching. Because the other goalie was where he wanted to stretch. Right. And I'm sitting, I'm just shaking my head going, oh, no, don't do this. Yeah, right. right. Just... It, it, the same kid, the same kid gets in that, that the, the pass out drill, like the moon, whatever. Yeah. You guys are passing. The like, butterfly or whatever. He's telling everybody to move back. And like, I'm just shaking my head going, no. And oh my no word of a lie, that kid was out of hockey in two years. Wow. None. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. It's. So much of the game, you just got to kind of roll with it, right? And and when you're, yeah. you know, what you would call sort of high maintenance like that, it's the the first sniff of adversity you get, you kind of fold basically, right? Like that's that's what's showing is showing a testament to your uh, character, right? Absolutely. And you don't have to be like Joe and like I get a feel for that calm, cool, and collected guy too. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Relax, just feeling the puck. <laughs> I love that guy too. So it's not just about going a hundred miles an hour in warm up. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. But we do get a read. Scouts do get a read of who you are and what you're about during warm-up. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can't fool anybody who's who's been around the game for a long time. Like you said, you kind of get a, a sniff of those uh, important things. But obviously, you know, I, I wish you and your team and, and your goalies the best of luck as we sort of roll into the end of summer here. It's uh, September. It's the beginning of September. Um, but maybe you can just start off briefly, you know, by sharing a bit of, of your personal story and how we got to where we are today. Awesome. Grew up in Montreal, was fortunate enough to uh, get a scholarship to UMaine. And then I found out that the scholarship is only good if you get accepted into the school. What a God, true story. Wow. I, I don't think I've ever told this publicly. So this is a first. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> the night of my high, the, the day of my high school graduation, Got a letter from UMaine where I had a scholarship and I had my UMaine hat. And I had my UMaine t-shirt and the wow. whole thing that I got a letter the day of my high school graduate, the prom, that uh, they rejected me academically. I may be the Man. only guy you know that got rejected from Maine. But anyways, I got rejected, <laughs> right? Because shortly before I got rejected, there was another program that folded and those players could go anywhere. So they decided to grab a couple guys. Oh, it was political kind of thing. There. And and yeah. somehow, somehow I did not qualify academically. And right. my scholarship was gone. And thank God for Ron Anderson's from Merrimack College comes in. I end up at Merrimack for three years. Then I went yeah. to Switzerland, played Ombre Piotta, uh, finished up in Freeburg, got myself a nice watch and the love of my life. Nice. <laughs> back home. You might, met your wife there, eh? Yes, absolutely. Best wow, decision I ever made. I asked her, I asked her to marry me. We got <laughs> married to, we got married today. It was the civil wedding. So in, in Europe, you do a civil wedding and then yeah. you do the actual church. So today was the civil. So I'm going to be picking up some flowers and going home after this. Right on, man. <laughs> well, congrats on that. And, and obviously, you know, uh, uh, a long coaching career at the next level too. And we're going to, you know, dive right into everything, but maybe we'll just start off there. As you mentioned, you know, uh, grew up in Montreal, Quebec and, and eventually transitioned to college hockey in, in the U S during your playing days, but also coached, you know, at the D one college level as well. But, uh, you know, for kids looking to make a, a smooth transition to college hockey in the near future, you know, what do you think is the most important skill that they can start developing today to make sure they're ready for those challenges when they get there? 
Yeah, I think I think people, uh, most kids have no idea what they're in for. Yeah, for sure. So the way college hockey is now isn't the way when I played at Merrimack. Like it's a yeah. whole different ball of wax. Like you're you're a professional athlete when you play Division One college athlete, a uh, college sports, and you're you're a scholarship athlete. Like you're you're a pro. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. And then they just uh, for football. Then they finally say, or all NCAA athletes, they can like use their name to make money now, right? Yeah, they can. But what what I'm saying by pro, meaning your lifestyle and your commitment level. Yeah, absolutely. Like like, like you're when you're a Division One college hockey player, you've got two full time jobs. You're yeah. a full time student and you're a full time professional athlete. That's what mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. So it's a grind and a half. And if you don't take care of like your schoolwork and you don't take care of your body and your health and you don't take care of your relationships yeah. and you're not on the ball, like college is going to swallow you up. For sure. So that that that's what I would say, you know, when you when you think about it, they, the kids think about, oh, geez, if I go to BU and, you know, right, right. Proud and look at all this stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> these kids grind. They yeah. grind in the classroom, grind on the ice, grind in the weight room. The, the diet, the nutrition, the, the video, like it's, it's, uh, it's a job, man. It's not yeah. easy. So, you know, that's what you got to be prepared for if you're going to be a division one college athlete. Yeah. All the, all the different layers. It, uh, it makes you grow up real fast and, you know, kind of uh, touching on the fact of a lot of kids, you know, uh, specifically goalies. And I had this in my head too. You wonder when you're kind of younger and like, why am I, why am I not getting that early commitment? You know what I mean? Why am I not getting committed at the 15s, 16s like everybody else? And then, you know, I got there when I was 20. And the day I got there, my first game ever was against North Dakota in North Dakota. And I realized very quickly why nobody wanted me before I was 18 years old. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's it's that on top of just all the different layers. And like you said, the relationships that you need to manage. It's truly a, you know, a professional lifestyle that you live out, like you said, right? And it's a great point what you because I've heard on your podcast before you talk about the age thing. I mean, yeah, there's definitely a big market for that 20, 21 year old goaltender. Huge. Like, here, here's the thing. So I coach, you know, you mentioned I coach in the DL, right? Yeah. Well, I'm coaching Freddie Brathwaite. Freddie Brathwaite's the highest paid guy in Germany. He's the number one goalie. He's the star. Mm-hmm. He gets hurt two games in. Right. Felix Brookman comes in, wins eight games in a row. Wow. Guess what? Freddie, you got to earn your job back. Absolutely. It doesn't like, matter how much you get paid. Mar- Marty Brodeur is the, the, arguably the greatest goalie of all time. And New Jersey trades for Corey Snyder. Guess yeah. what? You got to prove. So here's the thing. Like you never, you never yeah. as a goalie, like you never have to stop proving yourself. Yeah. So like there's no rush. Like, mm. like, so take your time. I, I, I say, take the stairs, right? Yeah, Just absolutely. Don't take, if you take the elevator, you're dead. Yeah. You get there too fast and you haven't gone through the adversity that's going to get you through and have the experience mm. that's going to get you through when you get there. Mm-hmm. So I think it was two or three years ago, there were 21, 21 year old freshman goalies in division one college hockey. Wow. Out of 65 teams or something like that. Yep. 21, wow. 21 year old. Freshman goals. That's crazy. And you think about it, like you get, you get, you get experience. Yeah. You need that. You need to go through the trials and tribulations. You need, you need that to, to be able to make it because it's such a grind, such an emotional, mental grind as a goaltender that that stuff, you want to get there. You want to get there fast. You want to go take that elevator Mm -hmm. to the top. 
but you're so much better off taking the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants the jacket, right? And yeah. I, you know, I, I actually remember, um, you know, when I was in prep school is at Avon old farms in Connecticut, my coach was John Gardner. I don't know if you've ever heard of, of him. Yeah, of course. You've been there uh, forever. Yeah. So I, and he, and I told the story on my podcast a, a long time ago, you know, he came into my dorm room, my senior year after I repeated my junior year and, and, um, you know, had gotten an offer from a, a very good NESCAC D3 team. And, you know, he said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm going to say no. And he said, well, what do you mean? Right. This was back in, you know, 2011, yeah. right. This was for, this was, you know, I'm dating myself now 10 years ago. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, at the time doing the junior thing wasn't huge then, you know, a lot of guys were, Oh, what are you going to go play junior, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, like you said, the, the trials that you go through in junior hockey and, and just learning to play the, the schedule and compete on a daily basis. Cause even in prep school, you only pay max like 24 games or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if I didn't go through that, um, I don't know if I would have had uh, remotely anywhere close to the success I had in, in junior hockey, uh, regardless of age, it's it's just being able to get that experience to to uh, be able to persevere through all the challenges of Division One hockey when you finally get there, right? And at the end of the day, here's the thing about rushing and where people think. Alfie Michaud is a coach at Maine. He, he says yeah. this all the time: "Be where your feet are." Right? Yeah. So it's like the only thing a goalie should be worried about is winning the game. Absolutely. Like right, right where, right where they are, and like. If you're playing in the Beantown Classic in the middle of August <laughs> and you're playing for the yellow and purple team, well, you go out and you're trying to win a game yeah. for the yellow and purple team. Like that's Absolutely. it. That's all that matters. It's not how many scouts are watching you. Did I look good when I made that save? Mm -hmm. Did I make a good outlet pass there? Like, like, am I getting enough shots to show what I can do? No. Right. There's just one thing to think about at all times. You're trying to win the game. You just yeah. you're right there. And the kids that the kids that play for the scouts, the kids that are are, are you know all concerned. Oh, but geez, I gave up three goals. It's going to kill my stats. Right. Like you can't play that way. You'll you'll never make it that way. You just got to be totally in the moment and totally mm -hmm. engulfed in the team that you're on. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, know it's. It's funny, you know, talking, you know, having revisited a lot of these sort of New England conversations. I was, yeah. I've been, I've probably been into the Bean Town like three or four times, I think, in my years in the past. But, um, but you know, I, I know you, you both played and, and coached pro, uh, both locally here and, and North American abroad over in Europe uh, for some time. But for kids who, who, you know, are looking to have a, a smooth transition to pro hockey one day, you know, we kind of touched on it a bit before, but what's some important advice or, or what's, you know, a skill that they should start learning today that'll be transfer transferable to the pro level one day, um, you know, and really help them uh, transition much smoother and be prepared to overcome the challenges of pro hockey when they get there. You know, you want a real skill. Like, here's a real skill, Mike. Yeah. The real skill is being able to build a team. Yeah. And I don't mean like your nutritionist or your strength guy. I mean, you got to build it. You got to build your team around you wherever you are. If you're a UVM, right? right you better have that bus driver the equipment manager, the, <laughs> the, the, the public relations guy, like yeah. you've got to have the assistant coaches. If you don't have the assistant coaches on your team, you're dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've got to have, you've got to build a team because you need guys to block shots. You need guys to help mm. bail you out when you're not having a good night. You need guys not to backstab you if you have an off night, yeah. but you need guys that are on your team cheering for you. And you build that by like not being high maintenance. Yeah. 
And being one of the guys, like, don't be like Joe goalie guy. I'm going to put a towel over my head and no one talk to me. Right. That's right, not right. the way you build a team. Like we're, we're just, we're just another cog in the wheel, man. Like, like don't think you're anything different. And if you're one of the guys or one of the girls, you're with that team. Like they're going to help you out when you need it. And you're going to, you're going to help them out too. And I think if I had some advice, it's to think about building a team and think about making sure that you're doing all the right things mm. so that everybody is on your team. Yeah. Yeah. Are you referring to sort of like you, the, the best goalies uh, that find a way to transition to that next level or, or basically the ones that are sort of like the glue on a team? Well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to give you an example here. Sure. So Carter Hutton. Yeah. Right. What, what, what's Carter Hutton elite at? Okay. Is he six foot five? No. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is, is, is he, does he have like uh, uh, elite quickness and flexibility? Like, right. this, you know, you know what he, you know, he's made it all the way. Like, I think he was making $4 million last year. Yeah, right? he was. And so I went to see him in a morning skate. Mm-hmm. So he was at the garden morning skate. He's chirping the guys. If they don't score, like he's chirping, you know, like he's giving it to the guys. Yeah. And then, so the guys are all, you know, so I, I you could just see it. Like, they liked him. Right, 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 right. And then, and then he wouldn't let the assistant coaches get off the ice until they played with him. Like, <laughs> like he had, a, they had a score on him. But they had to score on him before they got off the ice. Right, right. So they loved him. So guess what? Right. When that guy had a chance to play. Everybody played guys, for him. The guys played for him. Right. The coaches cheered for him. Yeah. They wanted him to do well. Yeah, yeah, Everybody's yeah. spirits were up. Everybody, like, you know, vibrations, like everything was really good, yeah. right? And that's yeah. why this guy was able to make it. Yeah. He was a good yeah. guy. I'm not saying he wasn't a good goalie. He's a good goalie. Absolutely. He got a team together, man, and, and he made himself a hell of a career in the NHL. He's still going. Yeah. Yeah, that character, it's sort of like, a you know, referring to it kind of gives you, like, extra lives at the next level, right? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw it firsthand and I was like, yeah, that, that's why it was easy. It was easy. Yeah. To see. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No, he, he's, uh, he coming from Maine. Are you, are you close with him at all? Is, is that why you bring him up? Uh, no, when he was here, like we talked quite a bit when yeah, he was yeah. at, at Lowell, we only worked, yeah. we only did a few things, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people have gone through stop it. You know, some guys are here every <laughs> summer and been here for like 20 years and other yeah, guys, yeah. You know, come and do a few camps and, and you know, have some phone calls and that yeah. kind of stuff. He was one of those guys. That I just really, we like talking, right? Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. That Love, the game. Through. And yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, it was great. And yeah. top-notch kid. Just top-notch yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I guess for kids looking to, to make the transition to pro hockey one day, you know, what do you think is a big misconception amongst, like, minor hockey goalies and, and parents about pro hockey that, that you think there should be more clarity on? That it's any different than peewee. Like, like I'm telling you, it's the same stuff. Yeah. So, and, and if you bring the, the parents in, you know, I, I tell the story. So <laughs> I remember having this conversation with Corey Snyder's dad, Rich. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, so we're going over thing, going over thing and, you know, he's a pro and, and, and then like about a half hour later, I get another phone call from a peewee parent. Right. Like you wouldn't have known. <laughs> you know, you, you, gotta, you just gotta switch the conversations. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was the exact same conversation. Yeah. And and so it never changes, right? It doesn't change. It's the same issues, and yeah, it, it's kind of like my first job with the Bruins, being a goalie coach for the Bruins, right? Mm. 
So I'm all fired up. I'm thinking I'm going to get such an education in hockey, such, you know, this high level coaching. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get Pat Burns and I work for Mike Keenan and Robin right. Morgan. This is, this is unbelievable. Guess what they're talking about in between periods? What? Get the puck in deep. You know, don't, don't, <laughs> don't lose the puck in the, like, yeah. make sure, make sure you're supporting that. Yeah, like everything, like the same thing. I'm going, wait a minute. That's what you see at the squirt game. It's, it's, it's yeah. the same thing over and over. Yes, obviously, it's a little bit more tactical, but you get my point. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not that much different. So don't think it's going to be different as a pro than a P. Right. You're dealing, so, you're dealing with the same stuff. So, so how can kids, I guess, emotionally prepare for, for that when they get there? The same way, you know, they the same way they might brush it off when, you know, uh, they're at the minor hockey level. Oh, it's not going to be like this when we get there. So w- what sort right. of the emotional skills they should be developing? Yeah, I, I think it's we'll go back to staying in the moment. Yeah. And then it's I'm going to use this this word uh, emotional endurance. Mm. OK, and I, I picked this up while I was in Toronto and I just loved it. So emotional endurance is the ability to go to the rink every day and put the same effort in practice and games, mm-hmm. regardless of what's going on around you. Right. So if you think about like you're a goalie, okay, and you're you're playing in the minors and, and you've got your goalie partner, right? Mm. So like you go to practice on a Tuesday morning and next thing you know, your goalie partner stuff's gone. He got called up. How's your practice going to be? What well, about, so you could, most people are going to be distracted, right? Yeah. What about what about the opposite? What if, if if you come in and guess what? Your buddy, your best friend on the team, your goalie partner just got sent to the East Coast League. What kind of practice are you going to have? So that's what I mean by emotional endurance. The ability yeah. to stay at the same level, not up, not down, just stay at the same level and keep grinding and having the same attitude and the same character and bringing the same values regardless of what's going on around mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. When you get caught up in what's going on around you, then you're in trouble. Yeah. Right? Then you're in trouble. Go stop the it, puck. And, and, and that's sort of the pitfall of honestly, like keep working up, you know, and, and I've people have heard Carrie Price say the, you know, sort of say this line that the game never really changes. Right. Um, right. Only the things around you do, the crowds do, the expectations do, but at the end of the day, like you said earlier, it's about playing for the team in front of you, being in that moment and trying to win any, any given game on any given day, right? And, and be the same person, mm. right? It's kind of like, so I, I use this all the time. You know, like a, a, a goalie is what you do. It's not who you are. Mm. All right. So who you are, you're a son, you're a daughter, you're yeah. a grandson, you're a, grand, you're a friend, you're a teammate. Like you're much more than just being a goalie. Right. So, I mean, yeah, we, I mean, we love it, right? Like you're a goalie nut. I'm a goalie nut. Like we love the thing, (laughs) but at the end of the day, we're so much more, but a lot of kids, they wrap up all their self-esteem on how they do on the right. Yeah. And they've got to be able, they got to be able to separate that. Mm. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll talk a little bit about, um, about that, the mental part of the game. Yeah. Right. Like Colin, Colin Delia's mom, I interviewed her for the book and, and it was like, she was thinking, she was saying like one of the best things she did when Colin was younger, she got him a performance coach. Mm. She was a single mom and she's like, Hey, I want him to have someone to, to, to talk to, to unload. Right. Mental, mental performance coach. Yeah, right? mental performance yeah. Coach, yeah. yeah. And, and she, you know, that was like her recommendation. Like I, I, I asked each parent, I said, well, 
what would you recommend to other parents? And it was like, you know, a, a performance coach, a mental performance mm. coach for someone for your kid to talk to and teach them the strategies of how to deal with adversity. Because we play in a bubble, like everybody's looking, everybody knows how the goalie played. Right? Yeah, no kidding. Everybody knows how the goalie played and everybody, everybody has an opinion. So, you know, right. you're, you're so much more guys, girls, goalies, like we're so much more than just what we do on the ice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I want to dive into, you know, your, your coaching career at the next level, uh, still going a little deeper. Uh, now turn uh, next level coaching veteran. And as I mentioned, several years coaching. Yes, college. veteran. Keep on bringing that up. Veteran. Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, yes, even if I, I, I won't say it if you don't want me to, but, you know, <laughs> you've, you've earned it, right? You've earned it. So. All right. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not a coaching veteran yet. You know what I mean? So, but that's why we bring people like you you'll on the show. There. You'll be there one day though, but yeah. you'll be there. One day, one yes, day, 30, 30 years in the business. And then they'll start calling me a coaching <laughs> veteran, right? I've, I've been doing this for 25 years coaching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but but maybe you can just br- uh, dive briefly into you know your your specific three or four uh, pillars uh, or more if you like that you surround your goaltending and playing philosophy around and why you think they're so important. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you five, and I'm yeah. gonna give you five, and these are the five let's say cores that I'm looking for when I'm scouting. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Let's right. hear it. So the first thing I'm gonna do, and all you goalie height size haters are gonna jump on me. But the first, the first, the first thing I'm going to look at is net coverage. Okay. Yeah. Now, some people will say, "Oh, you're just looking for big goalies." Right. I'm not looking for big goalies. I'm looking for goalies that play big. There's a, there's a big difference. Right. Right. So if you've got a guy that's five foot eleven, he could play like he's six foot three, and you can have right. a six foot three guy play like he's five ten. Absolutely. And so. One of the things that I'm looking for as a scout, I'm looking for what happens that fraction of a second right before the shot's released. Yeah. Is that goalie able to maximize their size by maybe taking a a couple inches, like stealing a couple inches out? Just with their hands up, their shoulders, like everything big. Like you're looking at it going, that guy's not going to score because that goalie looks massive. Right. And it has nothing to do with how tall he is. Yeah. But it's how big they play, right? Mm-hmm. So number one, I go with net coverage. Number two is mobility. And I mentioned it a little bit earlier. One of the tells, one of the things that that will catch my eye is when there's a good hard rim. And now I can see if a guy can skate. Yeah. Because if you can't get to the puck in the National Hockey League level, guess what? Your D's aren't going to like you very much. <laughs> you're not going to yeah, be able to build just, They're team. just going to get crushed back there. Yeah, right? Your D's aren't going to be on your team. I'm going <laughs> to guarantee you that. Okay. So, you know, it, when you go back to play a puck, I get to see your inside edge, your outside edge, your balance, your ability to stop, pivot, transition, come back. I'm able to see a lot. So mobility is a big one. And that's kind of like a tell for me right there. You got to be able yeah. to move. You got to be able to, to, to get up, down and around for mm-hmm. me. And, um, uh, uh, I, the next one after that, the ability to read a release. And mm. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you this, everybody listening, like all you goalies, right? You learn to read a release by staying on your feet. Mm. If you're one of those guys that goes down every damn shot in practice, you're out of your mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and this is, this is, partly to blame on the coach's perception and so on and so forth. There's Mm. this perception that we have to change. You, me, and every other goalie nut out there, 
we got to change that. The perception is if a goalie's not going down, he's not working Mm. because there's so much value to staying on your feet. So you're talking about that ability to wait the shot out and read the release. And a big tell for me when I'm watching a game, if that guy comes down and takes a slap shot, goes over the net by three feet, and the goalie's on his knees reaching up with his glove. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. And how about a shot that goes three feet wide? Is the goalie down reaching for a shot that he's not even going to touch because it's three feet wide? Right. It means he didn't have the ability to hold his edges and wait and read the release. Right, right. And that's why – are you familiar with my 10-20 rule? No, I haven't heard it. Oh, let's, okay. Let's awesome. I'm so excited because you got to spread the gospel. <laughs> you got to spread the gospel on this one. Uh, yeah, we are. We got a big audience. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. Non-competitive drill, like a not 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 your power play or penalty kill or whatever. non shooting drill, right? First 10 shots do not go down. Your knees do not touch the ice. The next 10 shots, hey, full bore, let's go. You're going to stop every one of these. You're going to play the, every puck out, boom. That those are your next 10 shots. After you've hit 20, you do not go down again because after you hit 20 within a drill, now you're starting to fatigue. And guess what? We have a hip epidemic going on with goalies. Yeah, absolutely. This is when you're going to get hurt. This is when the mechanics fail. This is when you start to fall apart. So you go 10 10 shots. You're using your hands. Get your hands on pucks. Get your stick on puck, right? Get your feet there. Get set for, for, for shots. After 10, Man, you're you're going down like go nuts, right? Do yeah. whatever you need to do after twenty. Doesn't mean you're cruise control. You're just on your feet, using your hands again, reading, practicing, reading the release of a shot. Mm, mm. Make sense? Well, yeah, absolutely. What's number Make, four? Ten twenty rule. Get on, get it, get on my soapbox <laughs> on that one. All right, number four is read the play. Okay, so so yeah. you've got to have that that goalie. IQ, you've got to be able to get the get to your spot. So, uh, a little tell on a uh, for scouts out there, right? Yeah. All you got to do is watch the power play. Most teams use an umbrella, have a guy on the flank. If you can't beat that pass to the flank, we all know. We, everybody knows where the puck's going. Right. If you can't get there on your feet, then you don't read the play that well. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You, know, you don't. You know, read the game. And the the one guy I'm thinking about right now. Is Jake Ottinger from B when he was at mm-hmm. BU? Yeah, he could literally go upstairs to the concession stand, get a cup of coffee, and still get to his spots. Right. Okay. It was it was so easy for him. He read the play, and he was sitting on those one timers on the flank passes on the PP. He it was child's play for him. It's like that's why you end up a number one round, number one uh, first round pick. Yeah. Is that? Do you think that's more like? I, I played against him a bunch when I was at UVM. Yeah. Um, do you think that's because of his sort of his crease management that allows him to read the play more, or is it something an IQ thing that you build up over a lot of experience? Yeah, you know, for me, I go back to the most important stat in goaltending is what? If I asked you what the most important stat in goaltending, what would you tell me? <laughs> put me on the spot here. You put me on the spot. What is it? Save percentage. No chance. <laughs> no chance. Number two, what is it going to be? You're going to say what? Goals against average. No chance. <laughs> All right. Games played. Right. Most Got important it. stat. Okay. So as a scout, right, when I took the job in, in Toronto for the Leafs, yeah, yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to go study the last 15 years of the mm. draft. 15 years of the draft. Right. And I'm going to see what statistics most correlate to predicting whether a guy's going to make it or not. Mm-hmm. No chance. 
Hey, Patrick Waugh, his his stats? No way. Goals against. Yeah. He played a terrible team. Goals against. Right, right. percentage wasn't good, whatever. It's all games played. Yeah. Well, think yeah, about yeah. Carey Price. How calm, how calm is Carey Price? Because Very the calm. guys like, think about goalie years and dog years. Like Carey Price is 67 years old. In in goalie years, yeah. In goalie years. The like he's played. 67. Yeah, absolutely. Because right? he's got all those. He played when he was young, major, junior. Got games. Yeah, yeah. Came up to the pro. Played, played, played. So think about it this way, right? Okay, mm. can you remember when you learned how to drive a car? Of course. All right. So now you're thinking, okay, every seven seconds, I've got to check my rear view mirror, <laughs> right? Okay. Right, right. I've got to put my signal on, whatever. Yeah. Now yeah. you go to the store and back, you don't even remember turning the car on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's how a goalie has to play. Yeah, absolutely. The brain, the, the, the brain has to be the body. Like the body, the body's the brain. You yeah. can't be thinking about stuff. Yeah. You can't yeah. be watching a guy's release going, oh, this is probably going glove, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. all from seeing it over and over again. So the most important stat for goaltenders is games played. And when I'm doing the draft thing, yeah, it scares me because if you go go look at major junior goalies and find see if you can find me major junior goalies that didn't play much and ended up making it. Right. Not, I, I don't know if you'll be able to find me one. Yeah, no, no absolutely. I agree. They play. Guys play. Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned that I, I, just because, uh, you know, when I got to pro hockey, everybody, oh, you don't have enough games. Oh, you always get one-upped by some guy who's got more games than you, right? Whereas when you're going to junior in the college level, up to those points, I had played a lot. You know what I mean? I had played a lot of games, and I think that's really what helped me stand out at the time. That's um, why you got to take the stairs. Exactly. Like why you, you know, got to take the stairs. And, get, and, and you know what? If you can play on that triple-A super all-star team, yeah, and you're not. You're going to be a backup, but yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god, I get to practice against all these good shooters. Right, no. go to yeah. the double A team where you're going to play twice right. as many games. Yeah. Okay, so think about this. Think about the difference between games and practice, right? Because you hear that all the time. Well, if I go to the great team, even if I don't play, I'll get good practice, right? Yeah. So think about. Do you golf at all? Oh, I'm awful, but yeah. Okay, so. What's the what's the hardest hole? It's the first hole because the first tee, you've got the people hanging out of the bar. You've got people at the clubhouse. They're all watching the tee off, right? Okay? Yeah. Then you go to your second hole and it's fine because it's just yeah. showing your bikes. Right. And you're already out there. So think about that. Think about the first tee. That's your game. Yeah. Tee yeah. two to 18, that's practice. Yeah, absolutely. You want more reps on that yeah. first hole, on that first tee with everybody watching them, yeah. with where the shot matters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so number, what's your number five? Oh, <laughs> number five? This is great. <laughs> the ability to make a save. All right. Really? Now, I can spot this from a mile away. I can spot a guy trying to make a save versus a guy trying to get scored on. It's so easy. Mm. If you're out there trying not to get scored on, you're not going to make it. Right. You got to be like, hey, you know, I, I, I want how am I going to stop this puck? I'm going, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going. And, and the only way you can do that is have confidence, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you've got to, you've got to reframe what confidence is. Everybody thinks like confidence is how I feel like mm. that feeling inside you or the butterflies or whatever. Right. Like that's not confidence. If you reframe confidence in this confidence is the ability to act. Mm. Do you follow me? Absolutely. Like, like you get on the ice, guess what? You're showing confidence. You step in that crease, you're mm -hmm. showing confidence. Yeah. 
You want to go ask that girl or that guy out on a date? Mm -hmm. You may not feel it inside, but going up and asking, that's confidence. Right. So you you reframe what confidence is. Confidence is the ability to act. Mm-hmm. And then you're golden. You just act. You do it. Mm-hmm. So try mm-hmm. to stop the pot. Like mm-hmm. I was talking about uh, Delkovich a little bit earlier today. Yeah. And I remember, so what I did, I watched 325 AHL games last summer on video. Wow. Okay. Now that's cut up. Those aren't all games. Those are the, the goalie clips, right? Right. Okay. It's <laughs> like, wow. You know, you know what I was watching? What? I was watching the guys playing in the AHL and then what they look like in their first or second NHL game. Mm. And it's a fascinating thing to watch. So what right? you notice? Nadelkovich, he he went, he he jumped up in his NHL. Like he jumps up in his NHL games, he tries to stop box. Yeah. Right. He's acting. Yeah. He's not afraid. Right. And 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 you can like as a scout that's been as a veteran scout that's been doing this for a long a time. Veteran. <laughs> as a veteran scout doing this a long time. Like you see guys that are just hoping that the puck misses the net or the puck hits. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And and then you love guys, you love guys that are going out trying to make saves. Yeah, yeah. You put your money they, on they, those they guys. play their identity and they don't get away from it no matter where they are, right? Yeah, and you know what? If you get scored on, you get scored on. Guess what? It's the two rules of goaltending, right? Number one, you're gonna get beat. Number two is you can't change rule number one. Exactly. Like, that's just it. <laughs> yeah. Like deal with it. If you can't deal with if you can't deal with the two rules of goaltending, play yeah. another play another position because that's yeah. it. So get over it. And try to stop the next one. Do you know Marty Brodeur's old saying? His mantra? No, what'd he say? Oh, come on. You got to have this one. This is awesome. All right. <laughs> when, when, when Brodeur was coming up, right, at practice, he would give up a goal and then he'd say to himself, never get beat twice. Right. How cool is that, right? Mm-hmm. Never get beat twice. So think about it this way. Yeah. You're in practice. You know, you're making saves, whatever. Your focus level start, starts to drift a little bit. You mm-hmm. give up a goal. Guess what? You, it Snap brings back. it right back up, mm-hmm. and now you're brainwashing yourself. What are you, Pavlov's dog? What are you doing now? You're training yourself yeah. so that you're only thinking about what's next. So now you're yeah. playing in a game. Now you get scored on. What's the first thing you think of? The same thing you say in practice every day. Yeah, never absolutely. get beat twice. So yeah. now you've already put that goal behind you, and now you're moving on to the next shot. And well, now, you're, it, now you're now you're showing confidence. You're acting. You're ready to stop that puck. Well, so many guys, I mean, that we've, we've had on the show and, and we had, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to have uh, Peter DeBoer on the show, the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, and, you know, he says the best goalies are the ones that we know they're going to have off nights, but the NHL caliber guys are the ones that can get back to their best the quickest, right? Absolutely. And, most, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter who you are, or where you are, the game is made for you to fail eventually. And learning how to deal with failure and, and learning to turn the page as quickly as possible is such a huge part of the position. I mean, you look back to, to Jordan Bennington's, um, even Vasilevsky, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. This past playoff run, I think it was like games he gave up four or more. He got a shutout the next game, like five or that's six bad. in a row in the playoffs. So maybe you can touch on that a bit. Absolutely. And 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 that's, you know, it goes back to that. It's just that it's it's a mindset, right? It's like, yeah, that's the yeah. whole thing. Like, why aren't goalie scouts better? Goalie scouts aren't as good as you think they should be because <laughs> you only see 20% of what the goalie's got, like 80% yeah, in the noggin, and you can't yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, why don't we jump back to your you know, your first pillar and just dive into it a little bit. Uh, we had Richard Bachman on the podcast uh, yet to – Cushing uh, guy, Cushing Academy right there. Yeah, Cushing guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and uh, 
I grew up, I watched the guy grow up and he was in Dallas and, uh, he was just a, an amazing guest to, to have on the show. Um, but, uh, Richard said, you know, uh, he, he wasn't always the biggest guy, but he said on the show, you know, it didn't really matter. Oh, I feel like I framed the net very well. I feel like I framed the net just as well as a bigger guy yeah. so for, for kids out there, um, you know, looking to, to show that confidence in framing their net or, or being able to frame them a little bit more, you know, how do you kind of articulate that to, to your goalies and what's something they can do today to, to start improving that? I'll tell you what, work on their skating. So, yeah. so it's all skating. And so think about it this way. So I call it mobility. It's goalie specific movement plus agility. <laughs> like so that. think about think about this. Think about you got you got three pucks, right? In a triangle in front of you. Yeah. And you're gonna do your shuffles, your double shuffles, your sweetest shuffle, your drop step, your teagle. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. do all that stuff, right? Scrap that. Be at the peak of your crease, do a shuffle to the to the puck on your blocker side, mm-hmm. and then go pivot around that puck facing forward. So your inside mm-hmm. edge, outside edge, come back right. and then go back to the middle. So put a stick down, step over that stick, hop over that stick. <laughs> I sometimes call it Kung Fu goaltending, right? <laughs> like you're doing different things. Like just yeah. don't do the yeah. same. Like if you do the same skating drills every day, like you're not pushing yourself. You're not getting any better. Like so you're, you're a big better. fan of that, that, uh, uh, sort of, I mean, there's been a big rise in that sort of what people would, uh, unconventional skating is, is sort of getting outside that box. Absolutely. You're a big fan of that. Absolutely. Like when I'm doing going behind the net to get a puck, I put a pole right on the goal line where the goal yeah. has to step over the pole when he's going out back to right. get his upper rim. Right. That makes you better. Yeah, Absolutely. Getting yeah. used to all those edges and being put in awkward situations, right? Absolutely. So when you're kind of steady, it feels solid, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we can talk all day about neuroplasticity and the ability <laughs> yeah. to build more neural pathways. And yeah, you've seen my stop at goaltending Instagram. You'll see the crazy drills we do. For sure. Um, For but sure. it's just it's just building on your athleticism and mm-hmm. and your spatial awareness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and maybe we can dive into um, you know reading the release. Obviously. Uh, very important aspect uh, of making it to the next level. And, and as you go higher and higher at the next level, you start to realize that, you know, you can't over anticipate too much because a lot of guys, they fool you, right? They show left, they go right, they shoot against the grain way easier, they pull it, they push it, right? So, you know, you mentioned that patience is so important. So how can, you know, kids start developing that patience in their reads today and, and, and uh, be able to read the release a lot better? I think you really got to, you, you kind of get into hard focus and soft focus here. Yeah. Right? Nice. Like and, that. And you know, like, so I'll, I'll go, I'll talk to kids after games. Right. And yeah. I'll go, you, you, you missed a great game. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all, all you did was stare at the puck all game. Right. 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 You got to be yeah. able to see the game. You got to understand when to dial it in mm-hmm. and when to be glued in and when to use your soft focus and read right. plays and read situations and read yeah. bodies and just read the game, read eyes. Like read, you, you got to be able to read that. And if you're just buried into the puck, you're not going to yeah. be able to see that. Yeah. And that's what, that's what, when you're standing up in that 10, 20 rule, that's what you're working on. Yeah. You're working on just, just, having that soft focus and just being, being able to, to read the puck and read the play, read the situation, read the body, read all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and then, you know, briefly touching on uh, reading the play, um, you know, y- you mentioned obviously games played, right. Uh, a yeah. big aspect. Uh, I'm a big believer in that too. Uh, oh, for one or, or sorry, oh, for two on uh, answering that uh, on the spot. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's I'm okay, man. Uh, people do it all the time, and I think I'm 50-50 on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the best out there. We all make mistakes, right? Well, that's um, not a mistake. It's just, it's just how you want to look at it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, diving into sort of this reading the play because I'm not a big guy. Never been a big guy. Five seven on a good day. Um, and, and reading the play was just a, an enormous part of, uh, yeah, uh, of me, you know, being able to play at the next level. But but for kids at home, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out how to build their hockey IQ, uh, you know, outside of just playing games. Like, is there any kind of drills that they can do or anything like that that can work on that skill? They get all the drills. They go to their goalie guy. They go to practice. You know what they need to do? Watch games. All right. So right. this is what you got to do. You got to be a, you got to live on, on NHL.com. Because NHL.com is made for goalies, right? So you go to your game, you go to your, your, your scores, you pick your game, it's a three-minute clip, and it's 90% goalie saves or goals against. Right, right. Like it's virtually made for us. Now you get to watch the best goalies in the world. Like in every six seconds, you're getting a goalie clip. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's literally unbelievable. <laughs> and now if you want to take a next step and and – I don't know how familiar you are with Sense Arena and the virtual reality. Yeah, no, I am. Season. Great it's, product. It's unbelievable. Like yeah. it's off the charts. And if you if you had that, I think it's like sixty six bucks a month, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, like it's unbelievable all the reps that you can get in. Mm-hmm. So you get those that 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 able to see releases and able to to get reps without any wear and tear off your body. Yeah, the absolutely. Greatest thing ever. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin he got one and he put me on it, and I was like, "This is a great product, man!" And they recently really tacked off some of the the costs for for people, and made it a lot more affordable. They put a lot of sales they, on, they right? Do. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, like I'm really excited. What's that? I have, I have like I bought like six of them. I got them at all my centers. <laughs> well, you're you're an advisor with the with the company, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. so proud. I think of it's that. a next generation product, and I'm. You know, I'm excited to see sort of what well, that I'm Gen Two. Guy, Mike, I got my app. I got my my sense. You are, app. you are. So you know, surprising because uh, no, there's there aren't many many people that are you know uh, sort of a little bit older that are sort of into all the tech stuff. But that's that's what the next generation wants. That's what we need, right? Absolutely. And uh, you're you're right in there. We're we're gonna get into your app after because I'm I'm yeah. really excited to chat about that. Um, but I guess you know, regarding sort of uh, your long playing and in coaching tenure at the next yeah. level. Um, you know, having seen so many goalies come to the top ranks of, of both North America and, and Europe, you know, what do, what do you think are some of the most important and common characteristics that goalies who typically find success at the next level possess? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go just like I said a minute ago with the compete, right? Why yeah. you were able to make it, right? And, you know, Thank some you. guys just have that inner compete that, that like, I, I work with Casey DeSmith from the time he was like yeah. 11 to 20 or something, right? Right, right. I never, I never met a guy that hated to get scored on more than him. <laughs> if you ever have, have you had him on the show? I haven't actually. Okay, you, okay. When you when you get him, ask him what I used to do to him. Okay, when well, he, when he slammed his stick or 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 you know freaked out every time he gave up a goal in practice. Wow. I made him do push-ups. He was wow. like, he nice. was, you know, the Tim Thomas kind of. After a goal, he did. Oh that. yeah, I know him well. He did that in practice, right? <laughs> so I was like, "Cool, dude. Okay, it's great to be competitive. It's yeah. awesome, but you have to have that balance between competitiveness and that calmness, 
and that sense mm. of composure. You gotta, mm. it's not easy. You yeah. gotta find it, right? Yeah. Life's about yeah. moderation. You can't be just a blocker and not a reactor, and you right. can't just be a reactor and not a blocker. You'll never have consistency. Mm -hmm. So you've got to find that balance. So you've got to find that balance between being competitive and being calm. Mm -hmm. And one of the things like in the journey of a goalie, what I notice is at some point they figure out when, how they can walk in a locker room and have conversations and be chill yeah. with the guys before a game and still go out and be competitive. Right. It's that, it's kind of like that switch, right? Right. So I played in Switzerland with a guy by the name of Bobby Logan, and I, I got this from him. And I've never mm. said this publicly uh, either. It's in my book, but I haven't said this publicly out there on one of these. But anyway, so uh, his trigger was a national anthem, right? Okay. So he'd be like Lucy, Goosey, whatever. Right. National anthem comes on, and this guy's an animal. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so like, I was like, well, the national anthem's too late for me. Yeah. So I right, was trying right. to find my trigger based on that. Yeah. And it ended up putting on my mask. Mm. So when I, I reached up in my stall, I'm doing it right now. I'm just getting jacked up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now. Like I'm reaching <laughs> up, grabbing my mask and I put my mask on. That was like my superhero mask. You know, right. Superhero you become like mask. a different person, right? Absolutely. That was like, yeah. I was a different guy. Like I yeah. put that mask on, I was ready to go. Right. So I, I was able to find, because I, I suffered a lot from, from pregame anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was able to find that as I knew that I could wait for me to grab that mask and put it on to go on the ice mm -hmm. for warm up. Like that was my trigger. Now I'm ready to go. And it yeah. allowed me to calm down a little bit before I got to that point. So, yeah. so you got you to gotta be able to find your trigger and be able to yeah, stay yeah. calm and relax before that point. Yeah, yeah. Finding that. That's sort of that it's something I, I worked on too, from sort of a young age was, um, instead of being all cooped up sort of in your own mind, right. You, you, yep. You're trying to find that, that happy medium of during practice, you know, you're, you're having fun competing with guys, but then you can just boom next shot. As soon as that next guy's coming down, you're like laser focused on sort of whatever it is, your mantra, whatever that gets you in the zone. Right. Hey, and, um, and, and once again, Hey, it goes back to taking the stairs, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like it takes time to figure out where, where is that spot for me? Right. Where can I be? Yeah. Where can I yeah. be relaxed and be one of the guys and still be dialed in? Yeah. So yeah. like everybody's got to find that. It just takes time to find it. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the other thing about goalies that make it right. They last, they stick with it. Right. They don't quit. They don't jump teams because they're not playing. Right. They're yeah, like, absolutely. you know what? I got to figure out how to get the starting job here. Like, like, mm -hmm. so, it's about staying and staying the course and, and not just quitting. It's a long process and guys mm -hmm. that make it, they just go through the hard times. Like think about it as seasons, there's rainy season, there's sunny season. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be some rainy seasons, okay, no. right? But, they, but Hey, sun's at the other end. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I guess for kids that, you know, regarding the path to the NHL, um, you know what, what's advice you have for kids chasing the NHL dream that that'll help them sort of understand the process, you know, what they need to do. And, and, you know, we talk about taking the stairs and, and, you know, yep. not just moving up for the jacket, you know, sort of jumping through the right hoops to throughout their career to, to, to have an opportunity to make that dream a reality. Cause it's such a marathon, right? I, I love, I love that jacket thing because the, the, the metaphor of the jacket oh, yeah. i just love it i, I was at like old <laughs> high school we had the maroon felt with the white leather <laughs> we had legit had the jacket <laughs> oh my god with the felt number oh, oh, they, oh my god that was the best thing ever 
<laughs> bring back some good memories. Yeah, you. right. The jacket was the best thing ever. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. We have this slogan kind of with our company, you know, get better. Yeah. Right. And it's that growth set mentality, right? You're always mm. just trying to improve. Because mm-hmm. you always got to prove yourself, yeah, right? You, you always get, there's always someone nipping at, 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 at your heels. Like, you know, it's just that gross set mentality and that, hey, let's get better. Did he get better today? Did I yeah. get better at practice? Did I get better yeah. at school today? Yeah. Right? Did he get better? Yeah. And, and, you know, now, now we can kind of, uh, before we dive in your book, uh, want to talk about this app that you've put a lot of time and money into developing. Uh, we chatted about it very briefly on on the phone prior to recording, but I I thought it was obviously absolutely brilliant, basically bridging, uh, the high stats world of uh, the NHL with minor hockey goalies, coaches, and parents, um, you know, basically building an incredible cheap tool to, to put the power of the NHL statistics in the hands of minor hockey goalies. But, um, why don't you dive into what it's called and what some of the functionality is and how people can apply it in their careers today. All right. So it's called SIG Game Day. And here's why Here's why I did it, right? Yeah. So, like nothing drives me like more crazy than a coach coming in after a game and going, oh, that goalie's rebound control is terrible. Right. Because you saw one bad rebound, <laughs> right? So guess what? My app tracks rebound based on possession. It's a real number, objective yeah. number with no opinion. Then I can go, oh, he's got an 86% retention rate on rebounds. Like, <laughs> what more do you want from the guy? Yeah, exactly. Just because you saw one. Or, hey, the goalie gave up a, a bad goal. He can't give up that goal. Yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah. My, my app tracks goal expectancy. Yeah. So it'll tell you right throughout the game how many goals the average goalie would have given up at your level based yeah. on the type of shots that that goalie got. So now it's like, hey, wait a minute, coach. We had a goal expectancy against a 4.4 and your goalie yeah. gave up two. Yeah, mm. one was a stinker, but guess what? Your defenseman fell over on that breakaway too. Like right. the goal is human. So what my app does is it puts objectivity to goalie evaluation. Mm-hmm. Let's the goalie be human. You get to see his um, uh, rebound retention, rebound glove performance, playmaking yeah. retention. So, And it's all done in an objective way. So you get real numbers. Yeah. And like for me, let's say as a as a goalie. So we as goalies, we go to games, you're 14 years old, you go to the game. You may not even interact with an adult mm-hmm. <laughs> the no whole kidding. time you're in the rink. Yeah. Like you you get no feedback because most 14-year-olds don't have a goalie coach telling them how they thought they played. Right. And now they get in the car and they say, "Hey dad, how did I play?" "Oh, you weren't very good, son." "Hey mom, how did I play?" "Oh, you were awesome, son." <laughs> Like that's what's going to happen, right? And now it's like, Dad, you're always you're always leaning on me. You're you know whatever, yeah, Mom. You're always yeah. just pumping my tires. But now it's like, Hey, give me the game day app. Right. So how now, does it work from from sort of start to finish of, of like a start a game to end a game? What what is how does the whole functionality work? What do people so plug basically in? whoever's running the app? So uh, on your phone, on your iPhone, or on your iPad, all you're doing is tapping, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a breakaway. You tap breakaway. And there's a breakaway and the goalie smothers it. You tap breakaway, you tap no rebound, mm. right? So now you're getting your no rebound rate. Okay, so here's the, you're going to love this one, all right? <laughs> this game day app tracks your tracks your goal expectancy. It tracks your rebound retention, your glove performance, yeah. and your playmaking. But what it also does is it gives you your no rebound rate, mm. right? Your freeze rate. Yeah. So here's, I remember those 325 AHL games. So 
You know, you do right. those games as a scout and then you rank all the goalies. Mm. If I would have ranked them just on their no rebound rate, those two lists would have been eerily similar. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because think about no rebound rate, right? Think about what you have to do. You have to get into position. So you have to be able to skate. Mm hmm. You have to have good spatial awareness so you're square to the puck. Mm -hmm. You have to have good hockey sense. You have to have a soft body so pucks stick to you. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to catch a puck so you get the free the, the freeze off the glove. And yeah. then you've got to be able to have good hand-eye to get sticks on pucks and spray the puck over the glass to get the whistle. So it's just, it's just intuitive, right? It's common sense. Yeah. Goalies with a high no rebound rate, they're going to be your, your better goalie. So right. What this is able to do, I had I had a parent use this last weekend. Kid played four tournament games. He goes, 14 years old, says, my guy was rushing to the car after the game, and we've never had as good conversations about right. hockey as we had. Because now it wasn't me crapping on my kid. Right. It's clarity Now it's there my kid looking at it going, well, this is SIG game day telling me, oh, you know what? I gave up four. I should have given up three. Or right. I gave up three. I should have given up five. Oh, you know what? I gave up three, but hey, guess what? I was actually pretty good. And and you know what? My rebound control was good. Hey, I was 100% on my glove. Yeah. And my puck touches were 92%. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So yeah. now you have something to talk about and you, and you get some real feedback. Yeah. And I priced it like I want to change goaltending. I want to take it so the coach or can't just say whatever he wants to say. <laughs> and because, look, the app – doesn't know whether you're six foot four, six foot four, or you're five right. foot four. It's got like, no it doesn't know. Prejudice. It doesn't know you're from Sweden or you're from <laughs> from Russia. It doesn't know that your dad's the coach or your dad's the owner of the organization. Right. Like, it doesn't know anything. Absolutely. Right. So all you get is a real object objective number of mm -hmm. how you played that game for four dollars and ninety nine cents a month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So where can exactly can people find it and get involved with it today? And, and oh, that's at the Apple store. So okay. it's SIG game day at the Apple store. Okay. It's not and on it, the Google play, just Apple, just Apple right now. Okay. That's got where it. I got going. All right. Okay. You're going to give me some more money and I'm going to get it in that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to help with the development. Maybe yeah, I'll write I'm up gonna, some I'm code for cut you. you in. It's going to be the goalie <laughs> hacks game day. <laughs> That's got a good ring to it, man. Who knows? <laughs> Wait a minute. I think I'm in trouble. Here's the other thing that's really cool. If if any if any of if any of your 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 followers here, if yeah. anybody wants to just zap me an email at sigameday at stopitgoaltending.com, I'll I'll schedule them for a half hour demo. I'll teach them myself how to do it. Unreal. Yeah. And and all we'll we'll include all the links in, in the show notes uh, yeah. uh for everybody uh interested in connecting with uh with Brian and, and the new app. Um awesome. uh, but ob but obviously finally, you know, additionally to this uh, to this awesome app, you know, you've been writing a book and yeah. I know you've been fired up about it. Two years. Um I know it's written and you're you're gonna launch it soon, which I'm excited to check out. Um but why don't you sort of dive into the book, what it's called, some of the content and maybe, you know, Two or three pieces, uh, uh, excerpts, sort of specifically from the book, as as a teaser sneak peek for everyone listening today to give them an inside scoop and, you know, get them ready to go out and, and buy when it launches. Cool, cool. So yeah, so yeah, it's been a, a, a two year process. Wow, I'll, nice I'll give man. you the background. So yeah, well, Joey was at ASU. My so I have an older son. For for if you guys don't know, my son Joey Decord. So yeah. um, so I have an older son, a younger son, Alex. Alex is a goalie at St. Asim College in Manchester, nice. New Hampshire. 
So Joey was at ASU. He signs and he goes, gets his first game like four days later. And it's in Buffalo. Wow. So we go and friends and family and, and we all go to the game. So it's about 24 hours of telling stories about Joey and how he got <laughs> here and going to the yeah, no kidding, right? and You know, all, all the stuff, all the ups and downs. And of course. So I'm on the plane on the way home. And I said, you know what? It was so hard to get to this point. There were yeah. so many decisions that had to be made. Yeah. And they had to work out right for him to get here. Yeah. I go, I'm in the business. I've done everything. Like, yeah. no <laughs> like kidding. what do parents do? Like, what do they do if they yeah. don't know, if they're not hockey people, right? Yeah. So I wrote a book. I call it very simply, How to Be a Goalie Parent. That's it. <laughs> How to Be a Goalie Parent. So Love I took, it. I took all my years of being a goalie, being a, go a professional yeah. goalie, being a goalie coach, being a scout, being a director, being a goalie dad, yeah. being, being the husband of a goalie mom, <laughs> which is no a big kidding. one. Um, so I took all of that and I piled it into a book. Um, and, and it's really cool. And then at, this is so cool. At the end of each chapter, I did an interview with an NHL goalie's parent. Right yeah. on. Who, who are some of the parents that you interviewed? Oh. Uh, Jake Ottinger's dad and Spencer Knight's dad and nice. Ken Swayman, Jeremy Swayman's dad. Wow. And I'll read an excerpt because yeah, let's hear it. You know, there, there's just some, there's some, some great excerpts, great excerpts. And this one's great. This is going to sum up everything, right? And this is from Chris Knight, Spencer Knight's dad. Right on. The most stressful part of being a goalie parent for me is not being in control. It's similar to driving a car going very fast. If you're the passenger, it's very stressful. But if you're driving and you're in control, then it's a whole different story. It's probably easier for our kids in net than us as parents in the stands because they have a sense of control that we don't have. Yeah, Isn't absolutely. that a great quote? Oh, man. I mean, you get, you know, I'm sure people, the kids out there can even know when they start watching hockey games that are just NHL games, they start getting a little fired up because you're not in control, right? <laughs> absolutely absolutely and then there's a, there's there's other stuff like helps parents you know give them the kids some ideas what to do and, and here's a quote it's actually about my son joey and this is i use some personal experience in yeah, the book so this one right is on. the trick about learning how to shoot a puck at home i actually learned from my son joey joey loved to shoot pucks and he was in the basement all the time ripping away i remember going down frequently and getting upset because he was using player gloves and a player stick <laughs> I was like, I would. I thought he was wasting his time. I was so mad at him. I would. I would tell him, "Hey, you got to use your blocker. You got to use your glove." But guess what? <laughs> I was dead wrong. Using a player stick, a lighter yeah. player stick, and player gloves, yeah, gave him a better feel for the puck. And uh -huh. he'd do his triangles, and he'd do his figure eights, and he'd shoot, 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 and wow. he'd ball right. Yeah. And I was thinking. Well, hey, put that clumsy blocker on, kid. Put that right. clumsy glove on. I was dead wrong because when you when you get a little older and stronger, you put your blocker on. Same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And then all you're using for your your glove is your weight, right? Yeah, yeah. But you get that skill, that top end skill with your top hand. So I was dead wrong. I learned from experience. Yeah. That that's how you do it. Let them shoot with player gloves. So in my bridge, I've got a program uh, for for thirteen and then and fourteen year, like eighth and ninth graders. Yeah, and they go every Friday. They go on the ice with player gloves and player stick, not their goalies. Really? Stick. Oh yeah, every Friday, player stick. Wow. Play, yeah, player sticks and player gloves. Yeah, that's unreal. Yeah, do you think I'm out of my mind? No, I. You know what? I I I truly, you know, I, I mean. 
obviously I'm younger, but, uh, you know, I came online just a couple of years ago. I didn't even realize how big the online goalie community was and, and yeah. just, um, the plethora of ideas and variety that you find, you know, I really, I really, even in my personal playing career, I learned to just embrace like things like you, you just never, never, you know, being objective with new kind of training techniques or other things people use, I, I feel is like truly an advantage. You yeah. know, there's so many people that just say, oh, that's stupid. You know, oh, that's dumb. Um, and, and, you know, the, the truth, the truth always comes out eventually, whether things are good or not, no matter how dumb they look. And that's what I found over my career. Um, but no, that's the whole point of the show. You know what I mean? We, we bring people on everybody, you know, there's no one right answer to goaltending. Right. Oh, and I'm sure yeah, you know that too. Got a different path. Everybody's uh, got a different path. And I'll throw you one more, one last tidbit here. Sure. You brought up the social media thing. <laughs> All right. Like once a kid gets 13, 14 years old. Well, part of the that suggestions I make in the book, that kid should have a website. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So we talk about, you know, you hear it all the time on your show, control what you can control, right? Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, you don't have much control on what's out there, mm. but you can control your own website. Mm -hmm. And you can go on Google sites in a half hour for free, you have your own website. Yeah, absolutely. And there you can make sure you have your correct stats. And there <laughs> you can have your background and you can have your references, right? <laughs> Yeah. And I even talk about that in the book, what to do when the stats are wrong on your right, website. Right. But anyways, um, um, so, <laughs> so, but you can control that. Yeah. And then think about it this way. Tie that into social media. Mm. That's your brand. Like, like boys have got to think of themselves as a brand. Mm -hmm. when, when you're an NHL scout, like you're talking to everybody. Well, you're the, I, I've got an Instagram account that I use just to look at other goalies. <laughs> oh, right. Really? <laughs> I haven't go to my go to my Instagram account, the one with my name on it. There yeah. won't be one post on it. But that's how I do research. Yeah, right, right, I right. I see what these guys are up to, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like that made me sound like a creepy goalie scout, didn't it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but hiding from everybody. Information. My job's on. The, if I'm going to draft you, my job's on the line. Yeah, absolutely. No, you know, no so, kidding, man. <laughs> well, now think about it from a now. Put your parent hat on, right? Put like a parent hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you go, okay. Now every time my kid makes a decision on what to post on social media, mm -hmm. he or she has to make that decision that that's part of the brand. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a reflection of my brand. Yeah. And then they're going to think twice. So every time you're making a decision, you got to think about your website, you got to think about your social media, you got to yeah. think about the brand that you're putting out there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember when, you know, uh, back when I was trying to make the transition to even just prep schools like 2008, 2007, I mean, we didn't really have all these tools to, you could make your own website. Instagram like was like launched in like 2010, only like 10 yeah. years ago. It's only recently that it's sort of really caught traction just about every demographic on the planet. Um, but you know, you really do got to take advantage of all these new tools to, to sort of give yourself exposure, get your name out there, build your brand. Um, and I'm a big advocate of that. I, my dad used to just put like a, a media packet together, pictures of me holding awards and we would send that to people in like an email, you know what I mean? But now you got Don't all these. Do that now. <laughs> no, 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 listen, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell everybody. Oh yeah. Here's, here's what you do. Yeah. It's like, dear coach, I'm really interested. I play for XYZ team. <laughs> I'm really interested in playing for you. Here is a link to my, my webpage. Yeah. Please let me know if you're interested. Yeah. That's it. Three lines max. Yeah. 
Link your URL. You control that. You update yeah. it. And God, don't put game videos up there. Please, no. <laughs> what, what should people put then? Tell people. Okay, here we go. One, yep. to th- one to three minutes. Max three minutes. Don't go over three minutes. You need to save every six to ten seconds. Max ten seconds. Yeah. Don't put like you jumping over the crossbar and, and making a diving save. It's not about that. Give some routine, <laughs> solid saves. Give yeah. yourself a couple highlights in there. Fine, but don't make it. And do not put ACDC in the background. Right? <laughs> Please don't do that. Use the sound of the game. Use the sound of the game. Get a bunch of clips together. Bang, bang, bang. Because yeah. this is what's going to happen. I'm just telling you, I get hundreds of these, right? Yeah, I'm for not sure. going to open up a file or I'm not going to download anything. But if you send me a, if you send me an email and say, right. look at my son, and you've got three lines, I'm going to click on it. I'm giving you 30 seconds. Right, right. I really am. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Yeah. Should people in their video put goals against or not? No. Hot question. Never. Why on God's earth would you do that? <laughs> I say the same thing. I agree. <laughs> why would you? Why would you open the door? <laughs> it makes no sense. No, 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 like why give him? Oh, wait a minute. I like those first few clips. But no, I don't know if he can catch a puck. He got beat over the glove. Yeah, but I'm trying to be authentic, coach. No, yeah. you're not. You're trying to find the spot. There's not enough nets. The whole thing. The goalie thing is about finding nets. Yeah, absolutely. it's all about situations, right? Yeah, you got to find yeah. yourself a net. You're not going to find a net. Oh well, I wanted to be authentic and true with my video. No, you yeah, don't. You want yeah. you want to show your coach. You want to show that coach you're looking good. Yeah, that's absolutely. it. You want to keep your it updated and keep it simple and just just oh yeah oh god here's the other thing please on your video do not have your dad or mom be an NHL cameraman. You just stand <laughs> there at the blue line. So that the the their their cell phone is is facing the goalie and it yeah. doesn't move. <laughs> All you can see is from the top of the circles down. Do not try to follow the puck, please. Just keep <laughs> keep the video on the goalie. That's yeah, it. That's yeah, all you want to see. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So in, in the book you got you touch on sort of, you know, uh uh, decision making in terms of the recruitment process and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Go where you want it. I do all that stuff. And I'm like, and and so basically all I did was I do the same meeting over and over with parents. 25 yeah. years I've been doing the same meetings and I give the same advice over and over again. Yeah. I just took everything that would be in my office yeah. and I just, I just gave it to the, I just gave it to the parent. Yeah. Here, this is, this is what I tell, this is what I tell parents all the time, every day. So, so uh, when exactly is it launching and, and where can people go buy it? Okay. It got, okay. I got the cover. It got loaded. It is loaded at amazon.com uh, right now. Yeah. I'm waiting. So the actual, my version is coming in the mail. As soon as I get it and I push uh, approve, it'll be live. So I'm, I told people Labor Day. Okay. So Labor Day weekend, it's going live. Everybody can go check it out. On Amazon. Yeah. Not a hard one to forget. eh? <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, good. Uh, but lastly, you know, our, our shows, the, the goalie hacks podcast, um, audience loves this portion, but maybe you can just share it with everyone, you know, what your two best hacks are either on ice drills or off ice drills and, and what you do with your goalies that, uh, typically help them find success much quicker when you implement these things. Okay, well, I'll go back to the mobility. Yeah, I think that I think that's just that's just a game changer. And then, so that's from let's say from a training standpoint. And mm. I'll give you a, a mental kind of hack. Um, so I, yeah. I'd say is having a performance statement. 
Okay. Mm. So your performance statement for me has to be in two parts and how you get your performance statement. And you say that you say this, when I'm playing well, what do I do? Okay. Mm. Uh, I'm aggressive and I control my rebounds. Let's say, okay. Is this similar to like a mantra or different? It is. It's a mantra, right? Okay. So here's the deal. Now you line up for a face-off and you say to yourself, be aggressive, control my rebounds, be aggressive, Mm. control my rebounds, be aggressive, control my rebounds. Mm -hmm. Not Holy crap, number 17's on the ice. He's already scored two on. <laughs> right? So so what that performance statement does yeah. is it blocks out the possibility of anything else getting in your head. It keeps you in the moment, keeps you right there. Yeah. Right? Because I do this trick all the time. You're gonna have to try this with some of your goalies, right? Sure. You say, okay, I'm gonna give you 10 numbers. Remember these 10 numbers, and then you give them 10 numbers. And then you teach them about their performance statement. Then you say, you say your performance statement. I'm going to give you these 10 numbers, the right. 10 different numbers. They have a hard time remembering those numbers because they're so engulfed in there because it, it blocks mm. out your inner self-talk. Right. You, can't do, right. you can't do it. So yeah, when, when I would play, uh, mine my, my, I used from when I was seven years old until I, you know, recently is center square challenge. I always use that one. That was my mantra. Awesome. And, um, it was just, it, I, I just felt like whenever it put my mindset into, it, it gave my mind something to focus on of things I could control that had a very, um, you know, dramatic, uh, influence on my performance. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's awesome. And I yeah. can't, I can't thank you enough. And I can't, I can't tell you like how impressed I was with how you prepared for this, for this podcast. That's why your, your podcast is so good. Well, thank you, man. No, and and it's a it's a pleasure to have you. But uh, Brian, you have any any last words of advice for uh, you know everyone listening? That you feel passionate about sharing? Yeah, have fun. There's a reason it's called play hockey and not work hockey. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, go if you're not having fun, <laughs> we'll do something else and have fun doing it. Yeah, like, no kidding. You know, right? go have fun. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, well, coach, thank you so much for coming on the show. And you know, always love having uh, uh, guests at the next level, both played and coached. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously long tenure at the next level, veteran, well-earned veteran, <laughs> uh, bright future ahead of you, you and your guys. And, and can't thank you enough for, uh, taking some time today. And even, uh, I know everybody's going to be excited to jump into the app and the book, but can you just let my audience know where they can get in touch with you online? Okay. Easy. So, so my company is called stop at goaltending. So we're at stop at and we've got, uh, our, Instagram, which uh, we got like 24,000 followers. So I bet you a bunch of you guys already follow us on Instagram. And then uh, I'd say what's really cool, we have a YouTube site and it has playlists. And there's a SIG Game Day, the app playlist. It's Mm -hmm. a tutorial, one minute tutorial on how to use it. Nice. And and maybe we'll, you know, when we go live with the episode, we'll also put a link uh, for to download the app right away, not just on YouTube and also for the book coming out and for Amazon. So everybody can just go in and, and click that right away and get in there. But, uh, go check out, uh, uh, recent, um, division one goalie coach, Brian, the cord NHL goalie coach, uh, all the links will be available in the show notes for people to check out. If you want to connect with him or his school, uh, or his new products that had just come out and he's had tons of success, both, uh, cl- playing and coaching, you know, at the next level for 20 years now, and, uh, you know, has had the opportunity to teach some of the best goalies in the world and be a part of some world-class organization. So maybe down the road somewhere, we'll, we'll have you back on the show, Brian, if that's something that interests you. In person. We got to do this in person. I'd love to uh, love to meet up sometime. Oh, I would love that, man. Well, I'm grateful for you coming on. 
Uh, good luck as we roll into the end of summer here. Good luck with all the upcoming launches and you take care, stay safe, and we'll chat soon, man. Thank you. You too. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode, goalies. If you like what you heard today, make sure to hit that subscribe button as we have tons of amazing guests lined up ready to come on to the show in the next few months. Make sure to tune in back into the show in two weeks and every other Tuesday from now on at 8 a.m. as next week, uh, uh, as next episode, I have Jeff Sorensen from Breath Army, a leading breath facilitator who, who's worked with some of the most influential people in breath work, including the likes of Wim Hof, who I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with in the hockey world, uh, and being considered an advanced instructor in his method, and that among uh, an amazing amount of other um, breathing accomplishments and trainings you guys are absolutely going to love. And Jeff is an amazing guy with a, with an amazing story. Uh, you know, I'm a really upbeat guy, and he kind of brought me down for the episode and, you know, brings everybody through um, you know, we, we, we bring every through a breathing exercise and we dive into detail how, how breathing can affect your performance and how you guys can elevate that using breathing uh, from a true, true expert that's really dedicated so much time to specifically only breath work. And it's like I said, has worked with some of the best in the world. And I don't think anyone else in the industry, you know, has provided a guest who is this well established and trained uh, in breath work. And I know you guys are going to absolutely love it. So make sure to tune back. In two weeks. Without further ado, here are the giveaway details for our monthly giveaway we do for the Goalie Hacks podcast. And just as a note here, if you enter into this giveaway, even if you don't win, uh, we select four winners a month, and and that includes books, uh, different products, training products, uh, neuro tracker subscriptions. We give away all sorts of things. We pick four people a month, and even if you don't win. Uh, one month, you're always entered into uh, the the future the future giveaway. So to enter the giveaway. If you're an Apple user, simply go to the Apple Podcast app on your phone and leave us a written review and rating. And if you're an Android user, you can also download iTunes onto your computer and leave a review and rating on there as well. And once you leave a review of the podcast, just take a screenshot of it and either email it to goaliehacks at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram with your screenshot and your full name. Get excited, guys. Great things ahead. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show, and I'll see you in two weeks. Oh,